0: You're listening to a Roddenberry Podcast. Tarot cards, tarot the diamond man, tarot guards wherever he can. Or so say the lyrics of the psychedelic rock-themed tune to Ace of Wands, possibly the grooviest supernatural series ever devised for a younger British audience. I'm Kim Horcher, and this is your Sci-Fi 5, five minutes of science fiction history for July 29th. And it was on this day in 1970 that Ace of Wands colorfully premiered on Thames Television. Like plenty of other British children's dramas of the 1970s, Ace of Wands is steeped in the world of magic and the occult. Anyone who spent the past two decades in change campaigning against Harry Potter would have spent the 70s clutching their pearls and catching the vapors. Stage magician Tarot, played by Michael McKenzie, performs tricks for paying audiences, but after his act is over, it turns out that his magic is real, and naturally he uses his abilities to fight evildoers, particularly if their targets are those who are already down on their luck. With the help of his two stage assistants, one of whom has an ESP link with Tarot, allowing each to sense if the other is in danger, they take on those who would use sleight of hand or even real magic to harm others. Add to this the fact that it was 1970, with appropriately groovy fashion and set decoration making the best of the fairly recent arrival of color television, and a psychedelic theme song custom-written for the show, and you have a show that clearly timestamps itself as belonging to the early 70s. It was popular enough to run for three seasons. In a moment, find out why you can't watch most of Ace of Wands today. Like most other British TV of its era, Ace of Wands was shot on videotape in the studio with location shooting done on film. All of this was then edited onto videotape, which was retained for reruns for a certain amount of time after the original broadcast. But keeping in mind that there was no home video aftermarket for TV series in the early 1970s, Ace of Wands suffered a fate that also befell much British television of its time. The videotapes were erased so they could be reused for later productions. 46 episodes were produced, but the entirety of the show's first two seasons are now lost to time, existing now only as scripts, a few fan-made audio recordings, and publicity photos. Only the 20 episodes of the third season remain, and those have been released on DVD. With its series of serials format, each season consisting of several multi-episode stories, Ace of Wands could be seen as a competitor for Doctor Who. As it turns out, those who were there at the time faithfully watched both shows which aired on different nights of the week. Ace of Wands was a frequent flyer in the pages of Lookin' Magazine, which frequently profiled the show's cast and its fashions. Oh, and it frequently mentioned the most unique regular cast member, a Malayan fishing gal named Fred, who features as Tarot's owl, Ozymandias. And yes, Fred Owl's name featured prominently in the end credits with his castmates. Curiously, one character from the show did have an afterlife beyond its three-year run, but it wasn't Tarot or even his owl. Series creator Trevor Preston made two attempts in different genre anthology shows to revive Tarot's most dangerous opponent, a powerful, evil magician named Mr. Stabs. The second of these attempts aired in 1984, over a decade after Ace of One's last episode. As conceived by Preston, Ace of Wands was essentially a superhero show, but one largely without violent confrontations that might upset younger viewers or their parents. At the intersection of that concept and the show's uniquely trippy visual style, the show had at least a few years' worth of staying power, though its time slot was eventually taken in 1973 for another genre show for younger viewers, The Tomorrow People. This has been 5 Minutes of Science Fiction History, your daily Sci-Fi 5, for July 29th. Sci-Fi 5 is produced by Roddenberry Entertainment.